Hello, and welcome to the Simply and Fiercely Show, a podcast for women who want to clear their clutter and create space for freedom and joy. If your life keeps getting bigger, but not better, keep listening to learn about decluttering from the inside out. It's about creating a life that's aligned with your values and priorities, so you can have more of what matters and less of what doesn't. I'm your host, Jennifer, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's get started. Good morning, everyone. It's Jennifer here, and welcome to the Simply and Fiercely show. In today's episode, I want to explore something that I've been thinking about lately. And basically, the whole concept for this podcast has arisen because I've just been asking myself the question, what is it that makes modern life so complicated? (laughs) And obviously, right, obviously, that is a very big question. And there's so much that, you know, one could argue um, contributes to it. But one thing that came to mind, and I've really been thinking about a lot lately, is the paradox of choice and information overload. And actually, I sort of just came up with that, I guess, thinking about it myself. Um, And then I googled the paradox of choice and realized that somebody has actually written a book about it, which I have not read. um, But just from reading the description, it's really relevant to what I'm going to talk about today. So I just want to read this quote to you. Um, So the book is called The Paradox of Choice, Why More is Less by Barry Schwartz. And so this is the quote, autonomy and freedom of choice are critical to our well-being, and choice is critical to freedom and autonomy. Nonetheless, though modern Americans have more choice than any group of people ever have or ever has before, and thus presumably more freedom and autonomy, we don't seem to be benefiting from it psychologically. And so this quote kind of summarizes his point of view with regard to us having too many choices. And so as I said, I haven't read this book, although having just discovered it, I'm definitely going to check it out um, because it really aligns with the thoughts that I've just been having about why so many people feel so stressed and overwhelmed. And this applies to just like life in general, but really specifically, I've actually written about this before for example, like getting dressed and our wardrobes. I actually just wrote a blog post about, you know, the problem that so many people have where they have a whole closet full of clothes, but nothing to wear. And another example is, you know, the stress that so many people feel about figuring out what to make for dinner every night, right? We just have so many options, so many choices. Um, You could argue even, I remember feeling this way you know, when thinking about what I want to do with my life, right? With like your career, we now have this world where we're told when we're growing up, like you can be anything that you put your mind to, which is really brilliant. You know, I am not arguing that we shouldn't have those kind of opportunities. It's amazing that you can go um, or that many people, I shouldn't say everyone, because obviously not everyone has the opportunity, but many people have the opportunity to go to university and study whatever they want, and there's so many possibilities for careers, etc. But the flip side of all of these possibilities is that it can be so overwhelming, right? Walk into a supermarket and there's 10,000 options. Um, walk into the shopping mall, right? And like every style, everything is out there. There's hundreds of thousands of clothing options. And 
while it's good to have options, I also believe that it's causing a lot of stress and also a lot of clutter and unnecessary busyness. So what I thought I would just share is how I manage this because there's been a few little simple shifts that I have made in my life um, that have really helped me just navigate you know, the complicated world and in my opinion has made my life a lot simpler. And I will just start by saying the number one thing is creating boundaries for yourself. Now, anyone who has listened to my previous work before knows that this is something I am utterly fascinated with. I think there's so much power behind creating boundaries for yourself, um, especially in terms of simplifying. But I feel like there's so much resistance to that. And I'll, I'll just break this down a bit further. Let's just say fashion, right? Culturally, we have this concept that like, you're always supposed to be following the trends every season. There are new styles. Like if you walk into a shopping mall right now, every store even has like their own kind of theme. There's like a whole new look. It is something that changes from year to year. And also, we also have this idea that we're not supposed to like wear outfits on repeat, right? Like we always have to be coming up with something creative. That's something I used to really struggle with. I felt like, you know, every day I had to think of something new to wear. And I think that all of that pressure that we feel to like always be looking, you know, different, I guess, it all stems from having so many options. Whereas like, you know, um, I don't have any statistics in front of me, but I'm sure that 80 years ago, women, it's not that they didn't care about clothes, right? They just didn't have as many. This is like before fast fashion. So you might have less clothes in your wardrobe and that just makes looking stylish easier. Like I always look at old photos and think that the women always look so put together. And I think that just when you have less choice, that it sometimes becomes a little bit easier to be more cohesive and look put together. Whereas when you have a million things, and then you've got the stress of trying to figure out, like, how do I put these different items together? How do I make this outfit work for me? Right. Or the same thing in the kitchen. Cooking dinner is a lot more stressful when you have the supermarket and like a million recipes and cuisines and everything from all over the world available to you. Right. And so that's where we end up like buying things that we only use once with clothes or food, and it leads to wastage. And it also leads, as I said, to stress and overwhelm and clutter and, you know, all of these things, which is sort of the flip side to having options. So as I said, what I find really works for me is having some boundaries in terms of, first, what, what I don't want to do. So, uh, you know, you've all heard me talk about this with regards to wardrobes, for example. There are certain colors that I've decided that I just don't wear, certain silhouettes, certain um, fabrics. Just creating those boundaries for myself helps me limit all of that choice, right? So when I walk into a shopping mall and I am overloaded by all of the options, um, it's not that I don't have options, right? I have the freedom to decide those boundaries for myself. So it's not like somebody else is imposing them on me, but I just say, hey, to make my life simpler and also to make me happier and because I know I feel better in my clothes, um, I've used this example before, I don't wear yellow, right? I, I love the color yellow. I think it's beautiful. I just don't like how it looks on me. 
And that has just reduced the options and that overload. And so when I walk into a store or, you know, to, to pick out what I want to buy, there's there's less stress, right? Because I have um, a smaller selection to pick from, especially if you multiply that multiple times, right? So it's not just yellow. It's certain fabrics, certain, um, as I said, certain silhouettes, like there's just certain types of clothes I wouldn't wear, right? And the more self-awareness I have about that, that I create those boundaries, it's just like bringing things into focus and I feel less stressed and overwhelmed. And I really just want to point out how you can use this in so many areas of your life, though, beyond fashion. That's that's the example I usually talk about because I find that it is so relatable <laughs> to everyone. But there's also other ways that we can use the same concept of creating boundaries or also um, what I call like personal uniforms to simplify our lives. So again, it's in this article I just wrote on my blog, but I love this concept of uniform dressing, which is not wearing the exact same thing every day, but it's having formulas, right? So for example, for me, my size fluctuates a lot. Like I've, I deal with bloating. It's just, I've had two kids. I'm in my early 40s, right? So probably you can relate. And so what I find now is that I don't really wear tailored clothes. My kind of go-to personal uniform is I like short flowy dresses, which I wear underneath with shorts so that I don't flash everyone. <laughs> but this kind of uniform is just so simple. So now when I go to the shop, I know, okay, I look for those same kind of short flowy dresses and I have them in like more casual looks, more dressy looks. But really, even though I'm not wearing the exact same thing every day, I'm ki- I kind of am if that makes sense. So that's how I I apply it to my wardrobe. But you can apply this to to so many areas of your life. So for example, another blog post that honestly was like one of the first that I wrote on my blog eight years ago was actually about how I apply this same concept to food. So I, just for some reference, I'm not someone who loves, actually I should say I used to think that I hate cooking, but it's because I hate cooking in the way that I used to think you had to cook, which is in this really structured way where you've got to follow recipes and it's really stressful, where you've got to like plan out your meals for the week and then you have to, you know, get all these different ingredients and, you know, follow rules (laughs) or follow, you know, a a recipe, um, which I just found really stressful and I didn't really enjoy it and I felt like there was so much extra effort and just yeah, I just didn't enjoy cooking. But actually recently, I shouldn't say recently, I should say like over the past decade, as I've started to embrace this simple eating philosophy, I've learned that I actually do like cooking when I sort of do it my way. So what this is, is um, this concept of simple eating is, again, it's about reducing that information overload. It's reducing that paradox of choice. Instead of sitting down and saying, like, there are 10 million, you know, recipes in the world, what do I feel like cooking today? And then having to buy all these random ingredients that I just use once or twice, um, I kind of follow the same concept that I do for getting dressed, right? So, like, I have a personal uniform for getting dressed, and I follow the same thing with food. So there's kind of, the best way I explain it is, like, there's a taco, right? So, like, everyone knows that concept of taco Tuesday. But you can have a million different things on your tacos. You don't really have to follow an exact recipe. You can just have your favorite things in your fridge and throw them on your taco on Tuesdays 
And that just makes life so much easier. You know, you can, it's of course not authentic tacos, but you can just clean out your fridge and toss in whatever you have onto your taco. But you have, so you still have some freedom, you still have some options, but you have reduced that overwhelm, that kind of like deer in the headlights feeling you feel by deciding that you're going to have tacos, right? So what I do, again, reducing that overwhelm is for me, I have a few go-to meals. I like stir fries. I do like salad bowls. I do tacos. Just a few really basic things, but I don't plan them out exactly ahead of time. I just know that I only fill my fridge with things that I love eating. And then when it's time to eat, I have these limited choices. I just say, okay, well, I've got some like chicken and some vegetable in the fridge. Do I want to turn it into a taco? Do I want to turn it into a salad? Or do I want to turn it into a stir fry? And just having reduced the options, right? I've, I've limited my choices, but in a way it's incredibly freeing and it's not boring because I can use different spices or different sauces or whatever to mix things up. And I find that we can apply again this like same kind of concept over and over again to so many different things in our life. It's just sort of pre-deciding as often as possible, like, where am I going to limit the scope? So you give yourself the the opportunity to consider all of the options that are out there, right? It's not being imposed on you. But then you step back and you say, okay, to simplify my life, what are the choices I'm going to give myself? Another way that I like to describe this, I think I, I think I mentioned this in one of my early podcast episodes, but it's kind of like creating a toddler world for yourself. If you have ever been out to eat, for example, with small children, you know you don't read them a menu of 20 items and then ask them what they want because you'll be spending like an hour sitting there trying to like wait for them to figure out what they want, right? Instead, you read the menu and then you choose two or three things that your toddler might like and then you say, hey, these are the two or three options. What is it that you want for dinner? And I guess what I'm suggesting is that you can do that exact same thing for yourself, right? You still get that initial opportunity where you think about, um, you know, how you want to decorate your living room, how you want to get dressed, what kind of food you want to eat, right? You still give yourself the opportunity to consider all of the options that are available to you. But then you say, look, I want my life to be simpler. And so I'm just going to, you know, shrink those options down for myself, right? Um, it's the equivalent of saying, you know, this used to be something I, I struggled with where I never felt like my home decor was very cohesive, right? This is back in my shopaholic days. I was always popping into Target and seeing pretty things that I liked on the shelf and bringing them home without really considering how they were going to fit into, you know, my personal style. Um, and what happened was then my home just felt really cluttered and everything felt really mismatched. So again, I applied these like same concepts of reducing my choices, right? So I said, okay, well, there's certain colors that I like in my home, um, even certain like materials, like for furniture, like I like the wood look or I like white and I like to decorate, for example, with me, like gray, blues and greens. These are my favorite, right? And just certain styles I have rolled out, like I don't really do. I used to like quite a lot of the kind of farmhouse stuff, um, which you may or may not agree with. I'd like it, but it didn't really fit in with the rest of my home. So now I have just cut that out, 
right? It's just that process of constantly just saying, hey, that's not for me. And so then the next time you go to Target and you're looking to buy home decor, you can be like, okay, well, that's the kind of stuff that I like. And that's the kind of stuff that I've already rolled out. And as I said, I really believe that doing this, you know, you can practice practice this. Sorry, I can't talk today. Um, in so many different areas of your life, from getting dressed to how you eat to how you decorate your home. And the more that you are really intentional about thinking about it, really just like closing down your choices, limiting them for yourself, it's kind of counterintuitive. And trust me, I get it as someone who is quite free spirited, who you know, one of my core values is freedom. I hate being told what to do. Like if somebody told me, made these limits for me, oh my goodness, I would not deal with that well. But when you make it for yourself and you do it with intention and you're saying, hey, it's not that, you know, I can never do these things. Like if I get in the mood one day to cook some kind of elaborate meal, sure, go for it, right? But on a day-to-day basis where I'm busy raising my kids and running my business and dealing with all the stress, you know, that comes with life, I limit myself and it's actually counterintuitive, but it creates so much freedom because now I don't stress about getting dressed. I don't stress about what I'm going to make for dinner. I don't, you know, I don't waste hours wandering the shops, looking at things, trying to figure out what to buy, you know, no matter what I'm shopping for, whether it's food or decor or, um, you know, home items. So, yes, I really think that this is just a really important lesson that might sound kind of obvious, but I don't think that many people are implementing it. And instead, they're just letting themselves sort of be overwhelmed by all of the options when really not realizing that we do have the power to step back and that that can create so much simplicity and create the freedom that we really want, that we think we're getting like we think the freedom that we want is having 10,000 items to choose from, where the freedom that we really want is like having some space in our mind to just enjoy our life. Okay, so I hope that's something for you to think about. As I said, there are so many different ways that you can apply this, get your journal out maybe and be a little bit creative and just sort of think about ways, where can I reduce my options to create more freedom in my life? Okay. So thanks so much for listening and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Simply and Fiercely show. If you want to learn more, you can download my free mindful decluttering guide and learn all the secrets that help me go from shopaholic to minimalist. All you need to do is visit simplyfiercely.com backslash free guide. That's all one word to get instant access. Until next time. Thanks again 